our own events in our lives where we feel like it's the woe is me. And sometimes we tap into that victim mentality instead of realizing that sometimes we are the villains in our own stories. Welcome back to Just a Girl from the South Bronx podcast. I am your host, Crystal. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode. I know it's been a minute. Um, I took off a few weeks because I was working on a very special project that will be available to the public very, very soon. So I'm still kind of like figuring out some additional details that I want to add in. So just be on the lookout for that. So hope everyone who is listening is doing well. I know that we are now transitioning into the colder fall season. So to be honest, I was kind of getting over the whole 90 plus degree weather, um, you know, every single day. So I'm kind of glad that we're getting this uh, coolness. So anywho, I'm just going to get right into it. This is something that's been on my mind for quite a while. I know I say that a lot about many of the topics, but this one in particular. And it's only because it reflected two things. One, based off of a dating show I was watching on TV. And another, based on a conversation that I have with a friend. And it's all going to come together. It's going to make sense. So the first thing was a, a dating show, but not for like people who are like early 20s. I'm talking, these are people that's like in their 30s and 40s. So it's for a much um, more quote unquote mature um, audience. And so that's why I more resonate with that particular show. So I was watching this particular show and this, it's like a cast, because if you want to call it that, um, cast of people, uh, men and women, and they are on a, of course, on a quest to find love. And they have to go through these interesting kind of like meet and greet events, maybe like team playing exercises, sometimes group dates, sometimes like just individual one-on-one dates just to get to know the person and see if they are a good fit, if they're going to dive deep, if they're going to ask the hard questions. And a little bit of it does require some self-reflection because it does allow you to see if maybe the expectations you have for others or maybe even for yourselves, if it's too low or if it's too high. And that's what I appreciate about the show. But this one particular woman, she was in her late, I want to say her late 30s or possibly early 40s. And I guess she was doing things that would appear as if she was being too... I hate that people love to say this about women, but according to the comments off of what I read, they were saying that she was doing too much or she was just being like over the top and super emotional and just all this extra stuff that I was reading in the comments. And then I read something in the comment right underneath that said, she's too old to be doing that or at her age, she should know better. And it got me thinking about that and then a conversation that I had with a friend 
And that's all going to tie in in just in just a few moments. And I was really like bogged down with the question of does age come with wisdom? And this is more on the surface of navigating through life and understanding yourself and and knowing what you want in terms of dating and relationships. And because it got me thinking about it, I would have to say that yes, age does come with wisdom, but not all the way 100%. I am a, a firm believer that wisdom also comes with experience. And it also it also allowed me to ask myself the question, do we truly learn our lessons? Are we a glutton for punishment? Uh, or, you know, what if we're just not privy to knowledge that most people have already figured out? So that's, that's something to keep in mind. Um, and then finally, you know, where's the grace? So I'll give myself as an example. I had a talk with my mom recently and I was just telling her, I was just thinking about the kind of conversations I was having from high school and then right before when I was preparing for college. And to be honest, I vaguely remember like my mom said saying anything about like what types of tips or anything to look out for, oh, not say tips, but what kind of things to look out for in terms of dating guys. Like, this is what they should do. If you catch them or if you see them doing this, then you know to stay away from them. That person is no good for you. I feel like I really didn't get the full scope or the full knowledge of what to look for by the time I've reached college like my freshman year of college and coming from coming from a place now I've mentioned this before I'm originally from New York so when you've been born and raised in a city like that you kind of grow up with a mindset where you're constantly a little bit on guard or you kind of have to really look out for people and that's not a bad thing at all actually that really prepared me to face the real world once I left high school in preparation for college, which was in a completely different state. And unfortunately, I had to learn the hard way about what it was like, what it would be like to navigate dating and relationships by the time I hit college. To be honest, I didn't go out on a lot of dates uh, between like high school and college. I've had I've had guys that liked me, but no one really stepped up to say, hey, um, I want to take you out on a date with the exception of maybe like maybe like one or two people. But it wasn't where I had like a quote unquote boyfriend where, you know, most high schoolers typically tend to have them when they reach that appropriate age, according to their parents, as to when they can actually date. I didn't really have much of that experience. Um in hindsight, it could have been because I was quote unquote deemed as the um, so-called like nerd or good girl. So I kind of kept to myself a little bit or more so I kind of um, just hung up with my my friends, which was a mix of guys and girls. So it was that mix there. So 
Um, or it could have just been um, missed opportunities, maybe. Um, and, and that's not to say that there were guys, there weren't guys that were, weren't interested in me. There were, but I just wasn't interested in them, not in that kind of way. And it happens. You're not going to be attracted to every single boy that comes your way and, and vice versa. So I really didn't get to experience like the teeny bopperish kind of like relationships that would, I think would have somewhat prepared me a little bit better as I got older and as I became an official adult at 18 to now transitioning to a college that's away from home and navigating the dating and relationship aspect there. So by the time I got into my first real relationship, which was my freshman year in college, I kind of felt like a fish out of water because I wasn't prepared. So it was as if I was navigating as I went along in the relationship and I just felt like in a sense not so much cheated but I feel like I should have been more prepared I really should have had more conversations with my mom and dad as far as like what to look out for and stuff like that now there weren't super strict parents where they just wouldn't allow me to quote-unquote date at least not until I was I think like 16 17 that's when they allowed me the opportunity to like quote unquote like have a boyfriend or to go on dates at least from my mom's side but my dad he was a little like out there and I think I've mentioned it before like my dad he would tell me yeah I got a two by four ready for them if they try anything with you but you know I know he said in a joking way but that was also his father mode like stepping in because he wanted to protect his daughter so I get it from that aspect but um, I just feel like, you know, I wasn't prepared. So when I really got my heart broken in that very first relationship, I really didn't know what to do with myself nor my feelings. I really didn't know how to express it. And so therefore, I would um, act out, so to speak, in, in different ways. And that was me being super petty. I would take pictures of because I had quite by the time I I would say by the time I completed my freshman year in college and I decided to um, come back home because I was homesick and there was just other stuff going on by the time I decided to come back home after my freshman year in college um, and at that point I had already the relationship had already ended and I didn't really didn't know how to process those feelings and emotions I would kind of shut down and it was like, I didn't really want to talk about why we broke up and, and, and all this other stuff because I felt embarrassed. Like I felt like I wasn't prepared for this. I didn't know how to navigate. Now, if I, if I had my heart, if I had my little heart broken when I was like maybe 16, 17, you know, eventually you get over it. But I just felt like, because that was my first major relationship, but I was at the starting point as an adult. I just, it's hard to describe, and I don't know if anyone else has ever gone through this sort of experience, but I just felt like I was so unprepared, and I didn't, I wasn't mature enough in how to process my feelings, so I would do petty things like take pictures with um, some of my male friends and just be, and it's not just them, it would be like a, a group of us, like a gang of us, um, men and women, where I would take pictures. Sometimes it was like me and another guy. And it was absolutely nothing that was going on between me and that person. But it was petty because I knew that um, 
that that ex would uh, basically hear back if I think I think at that point we were no longer following each other on social media, but he would probably hear back as to oh, Crystal is hanging out with this dude, so I would just let him or any other dude just assume that um, like it's, it's it's weird. Like I said, it was petty. It was a very immature mindset back then. I just didn't know how to process it, and I was basically trying to make make him jealous even though we broke up i was just trying to one-up him and show that yeah like okay you broke my heart but guess what i have ample amounts of friends that want to be like hanging out with me that may like me and all this other stuff so i was trying to one-up him and that is absolutely not the way to go very immature very toxic mindset that i had back then but again i just didn't know how to process my emotions um I just didn't know how to regulate them better and try to navigate that. And so I realize now at my age that to be honest, I've done a lot of stupid shit in my 20s. <laughs> I've done a lot of stupid shit and it's not just me. There's other people out there that have they can probably confirm the same exact thing they didn't exactly make the best decisions when it came to dating and relationships or they didn't know how to navigate their feelings and their emotions and how to process things when things simply just don't go their way so I've done a lot of stupid shit in my 20s but I know with that first relationship it really I guess kind of set the foundation as to how I would view relationships for the next 10 years which was not exactly um, a good thing. I mean, I like I said, I would shut people down. If people were showing any inkling that they were interested, I was just like, no, we're just going to be friends. No, that's it. <laughs> and I don't have regrets about it now. You know, I'm still friends with a couple of them that were interested in me back then to this very day. But they know, as I stand firm, that once I kind of see you as a friend, that's it. There's not going to be any sort of boundary being crossed. And I realized that with my big age, some things really do come with trial and error. And it's not so much of an age thing. The age thing does, of course, is a contributing factor to it. Because if we think back on when we were born and how we were raised our parents you know if you're if you've uh, grown if you were grown up and growing up and raised in a healthy environment whether it's with one parent or two parents you know that the our parents are there to protect you feed you clothe you and give you shelter they're giving you the basic necessities for you to live and survive of course, with that, they're supposed to give you guidance. They're supposed to help you with life experiences and things of that nature so that by the time you are, in fact, an adult, you know how to navigate life a little better. But as we get older, we are then supposed to be prepared for the real world and kind of figure things out on our own. But again, I feel like with dating... I feel like that was something that I kind of wish I I was a little bit more privy to or, or more prepared for in, in how to deal with it so that when I got my little heart broken uh, back then when I was 19 years old, um, you know, I, I would know how to handle it better in the event that there was a situation 
that ended similar to how that one did. And I talk about this too because I had a conversation with a friend and she said, you know, she felt like she wasn't exactly prepared either by the she was she didn't really get to have those conversations with her parents in terms of dating relationships and what to look out for. So she she's kind of like a in a similar boat as myself, like not feeling prepared. So now when you go out into the real world, now you're forced to figure everything out on your own and forced to navigate through those feelings and the emotions to the point where now you just appear socially awkward. You don't know what to do with yourself. You don't know how to to um, regulate your emotions when it comes to uh, dating, uh, dating a guy. So now it's like, damn, I really have to figure this shit out. <laughs> and I, I say all of this to say now going back to the dating reality show that Although there is some truth to a person being more knowledgeable as they get older, I also believe that perhaps even though that person is older and they quote unquote should have known better, perhaps that person just did not experience what others may have experienced yet and may just be a late bloomer to that effect. And that kind of relates to myself as well. And with that, I will say with age does come wisdom, but it with experience also um, comes with wisdom. And the more that you experience in life, the more that you go through trial and error, the more you're going to be privy to knowing what you do accept and what you don't accept. But it's also about learning more about yourself. So currently, I do give myself grace for the stupidity of it all and the things that I did do back, you know, in my late teens, trying to navigate that first relationship. And then, of course, throughout the next 10 years in my 20s, I do give myself grace for that. And I don't think it was because I told myself I'm too old to be doing this or at my age, I should know better. Of course, there are some fundamental things that as you get older, you do uh, tend to know more of, have more knowledge of with age. Um, but I, I honestly do believe that it does come with experience. And so while I hate, you know, you just don't like to see people super judgy on someone if they just simply just do not know better. Now, unless people have tried to give them constructive criticism and they don't take it, then of course that's a different story. But uh, going back now to the dating show about the woman um, who at her age should have known better, again, sometimes people are really just that um, ignorant about their own behaviors. So much so to the point that it has to take an extreme experience for them to just be like, "Uh, hold up, like, nope this this method of how I've been doing things is no longer working for me. I need to be in a different space in my life where I need to do better. And it's it has to start with me. So again, I say that it's more so it's the experience that comes with, with wisdom. Again, we always look to our parents to essentially guide us and help us figure out the the basics of life, but I think the hard stuff is the stuff that we're supposed to figure out, figure out 
on our own, as terrible as that sounds, because they can't hold our hands for us the minute that we we get into some stuff that was either out of our control or something that we simply put ourselves in. Sometimes they can, you know, give a little helping hand, but for the majority of your own personal life experiences, your parents are not going to be able to hold your hand for you. They guided you, they helped you, they they raised you for you to make conscious decisions and figure things out on your own so that if in the event you do make a mistake, you fix it and you do better for the next time. And I will just end it here with, I will end it here with, you know, the definition of insanity is doing something over and over again, expecting a different result, right? So sometimes we are that ignorant or there's a blind spot in our own events in our lives where we feel like it's the woe is me. And sometimes we tap into that victim mentality instead of realizing that sometimes we are the villains in our own stories and after a while you do get tired of your own shit you do and until you learn those lessons it is going to repeat itself repeat itself repeat itself whether it's whether and it it doesn't even have to be the same person but it's going to repeat itself through a completely different face until you have learned the lesson. So that is all I have for today. Thank you so much for tuning into this week's episode. I will put in some information in the description regarding that special project to be on the lookout for. But in order for you to do that, you must sign up to the mailing list so that you can receive news, discounts, and I even have a freebie there for you. So if you are listening to this episode, make sure you sign up to that mailing list so I can shoot you something right in that email. It's a free four minute audio message that can help you on your creative journey. Thank you again for listening to this episode. And until next time, take care.